threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. We interrupt this broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's yeah, what we should have done. Huh? We should have done that. That would have been awesome. We are Dang it. Cameron. Yeah. Uh, you look great. Yeah, thank you. You sound great. It's all about this shirt I'm wearing. It is. Yeah, we have a little announcement to make. We're going to have a run of shirts next yeah. week. If you're listening this week, it's <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're going we're gonna to sell a very limited amount of the shirts you're seeing if you're watching. If you're not. Just imagine us looking super sexy in some shirts. <laughs> uh, they're a Stay Survived Casual Prepper shirt. We're going to sell 35 of them, and that is all. Nice. Like, it's a limited run. This is like, you know, fine art where they only have so many prints. Yeah. This is exactly what it is. Uh, we're, so, we're super picky with shirts, and yeah. these Ooh. have been hand-picked. These are like Bella Canvas long-sleeve tees, and it feels like you're wearing a cloud or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So these are going to go uh, on March 2nd. These suckers are going to go live. You better go quick because we're only selling 35 of them. Yeah. 35 bucks a piece. You're going to love it. You are. Right? These are really comfortable. They're super comfortable. And they look good. Winter's always going to be here. Yes. Apparently. For sure. But they're not like too heavy that you can't wear in the spring or the fall. No. I love these kinds I of shirts. I do too, man. Wear them under shirts. I wear them all the time. Wear them over shirts. I wear them in the bathtub. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so check that out. Uh, yeah. But Cam, we got a great, great podcast today. We do have. A what good are we talk. talking about? Well, we're going to talk about strange broadcast hijacks. <laughs> yeah, is that's a weird uh, thing to talk about? It is, and um, we talked about uh, one in particular, and then we were just like, man, there's a there's a couple of really bizarre, yeah. kind of creepy ones. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, it can happen at any moment. And this stuff is cool. See, I, I have something about it. I like. Yeah. Like yeah, it. the people that went through the effort to do this. And by the way, pretty cool. Russia just invaded Ukraine. If you're listening to this in the future, oh, man. what a weird day this has been. Yeah, they just got Chernobyl. Yeah, I had yeah. joked with Kobe, and I'm yeah. like, they just want Chernobyl back, and they did. They went right for it. I'm that like, was like their main objective. Eh, no more radiation. We want it back. This is our radiation. You've been stealing <laughs> it for years. <laughs> this power plant is still <laughs> operational. Yeah. So, uh, and there, but there is some like horrifying video it's coming. Terrifying. It is like absolutely horrible. So we hope all the Ukrainians are. So yes, way like, over there, but yeah. it's going to affect us over here. It is going to affect so us. So. You're yeah, if you're prepping but, these days. But today, let's take a break from the, that craziness. Let's talk about this crazy, this cool, fun, let's do. strange broadcast hijacks. Yeah. Right? Before we do that, though, yeah, okay. let's talk about prepping in general. Yeah, all right. It requires a lot of forethought mm. with regard to food and water, power, gas, mm. oil, all kinds of different things Nuclear that can energy. take a lot of preparation. Mm. Self-reliant medical care is no exception. You're right. The Prepper's Medical Handbook by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey, MD, provides the basis of prevention, identification, long-term management of survivable medical conditions. And it tells you what to do when you can't return to the grid and get medical care. You can do it all on your own. Mm -hmm. And it's a great book to organize very well. It's easy to read. You don't have to have PhD, MD, um, all that other certification stuff. Like, it's a great book for minimal medical training 
and um, it helps you even put your fact together. Mm. I highly recommend it. Get it. Preppersmedicalhandbook.com. You can get it there or just go to Amazon.com and order it up. It's one of the better books you can get, I'm telling you. It really is. You got to go get it. Yeah. So, Cam, Strange Broadcast Hijacks. So, we've had an idea to do it on uh, an episode of Mindless Banner on one specific incident. And this is the first one we're going to talk about, which is the Max Headroom incident. Probably the better known. It's one that people know about, but many people don't know about it, which is kind of crazy. I just thought it was part of uh, Back to the Future. I did, too. I thought that's where you ordered the Pepsi or whatever. How was this uh, like an interruption? (laughs) Yeah, I know, huh? So, this is... um, this is a very interesting thing that happened. November 22nd, 1987. This was in Chicago. Uh, sportscaster Dan Rohn was covering the highlights, I thought you'd like this, of the Bears' recent yeah. victory over the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Cam's a Bears fan. I am a Bears so fan. So that, that, that part makes him super happy. It was his usual his spot. victory, rare to hear. <laughs> rare to hear, yeah. Um, it was his usual spot. What year during- was it? 87. Oh, it was after they Yeah, won. you got two years after the... Was it 85 Bears were the yeah, game? Oh, ones? yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that night, however, it was on the 9 o'clock news. It would be different. At 9.14, Dan Rohn disappeared from the screen. In fact, everything disappeared from the screen, and it flickered into darkness. <laughs> oh, man. I'm already liking it. This is I already know. feeling great to me. I'm loving this. Then 15 seconds later, a new figure appeared. Dressed in a rubber mask and wearing sunglasses, the mysterious intruder looked like artificial intelligence television character Max Hedrum. I don't know if you remember Max Hedrum. I have very vague, vague memories. I actually had to go look up and like where this came from. He started over in Britain. Oh, did he? They did like some movie that was super cheesy and super horrible. But then he was like a music video. He introduced music videos. Oh, I, that's kind of. I think that's the little videos I've seen of him. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm and then he, Pepsi jumped on board and Coke. Didn't, oh, was it Coke? It was That's Coke what it was. that jumped on board. That's why some of this is kind of interesting. But um, so yeah, so if you don't know who Max Headroom is, just take a second and go look it up. But if you remember in Back to the Future Two, Marty McFly goes yeah. into the 80, cafe eighties, and Max Headroom it was the the waiter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right on the screen, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so that's Max Headroom. So kind of uh, an ugly looking thing, anyway. Oh yeah. Looked horrible. I don't know why. Just yeah, it like, wasn't great. Ugh. So even the gray background behind the figure was reminiscent of the simulated background that appeared behind headrooms. So he always had like these lasers or some weird stuff. Um, there was hardly any sound, but the image was still pretty frightening. The figure bobbed around in front of the spinning background as a buzzing noise played. <laughs> uh, after 30 seconds, signal engineers at WGN who broadcasted Channel 9 switched the frequency of the studio link to another transmitter bringing Dan Roan back to the audience screens. So it was just a brief interruption. Roan <laughs> continued his scheduled broadcast, right? So studio engineers, they assumed that the hijack was in was an inside job, like it was in the studio. So they were just like searching everywhere in the studio. They're like, where Kicking is doors this? in. Where it's it? like the janitor or somebody just like disgruntled, <laughs> like pissed off, you know? Yeah. But they couldn't find it. So they figured it must have been a pre-recorded video from a third party somewhere else in a separate location. Um, but So it know, wasn't live. I thought it was like a little live thing. No. So they figured it was recorded. Um, 
But there was another one on the way. They thought that was it. They <laughs> thought that was the, the whole shebang. Uh, two hours after that first episode, the Max Hedrum impersonator was back, this time on Channel 11. So this was a <laughs> different channel. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, 11.15 p.m. I didn't know what happened to us. Yeah, this is the good one. The second one was way worse, well, or better, however you want to look at it. Um, at 11.15 p.m., the PBS affiliate WWTW was airing a Doctor Who ep- episode titled The Horror of Fang Rock. Then, as suddenly as before, the video cut out. Scan lines like those at the beginning of a VHS recording appeared, followed by the familiar masked figure. The figure bobbed in front of the rotating background as before, the same mask covering his face. However, unlike the 915 recording, this one actually had audio. Uh, so he says a bunch of weird stuff. He says, that does it, the figure said, and the, its voice was distorted. He's a freaking nerd, he <laughs> says again. The figure then laughed. He mentioned Chuck Swirsky, a WGN pundit, claiming to be better than him. Um, then he held up a can of Pepsi while reciting the Coca-Cola slogan, Catch the Wave. <laughs> so like he was even mixing yeah. them up. Because at the time, like Cam said, Max Hedrum was a spokesman for Coke. Um and then it got even creepier. All we have is a can of Pepsi, so <laughs> we're just going to do that. do it. Then the figure flipped off the camera. His middle finger. Oh, he did. Yeah. His middle. Oh, it gets even worse. His middle finger covered in a rubber extension. He's saying, your love is fading. Lyrics to I Know I'm Losing You by the Temptations. He hummed tunelessly. <laughs> he muttered phrases from television shows. He screamed nonsense. And then he began to moan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets super weird. Is that one still available? Yes, yeah, so we're going to show a little bit, or I'm going to, you can be able to listen to a show little bit. Show through your ears. Yeah, show it to your ear holes. <laughs> After a moment, he paused to claim he had made a giant masterpiece for all the greatest world newspaper nerds. <laughs> Referencing w- WGN's acronym and corporate parent, the Chicago Tribune. He held up a glove like the one popularized by Michael Jackson and exclaimed, my brother is wearing the other one. He then pulled it on saying, but it's dirty. It's like you got blood stains on it. <laughs> Dude, just think about this. Think about being like an 11-year-old kid watching TV. Yeah, like, <laughs> and just like flipping uh, out. Yeah, you would. Oh my gosh, it would creep you out. Then he, then he screamed, they're coming to get me. The camera then cut to a shot of a man's torso and partially exposed buttocks. The, the Max Headroom mask had been removed and it was being held up to the camera. The rubber extension that covered the fingers, the figure's finger was stuffed inside the mouth of the mask. <laughs> and then a female voice responded saying, bend over, bitch. The man then... Really? Then, All of this? Yes. I didn't know it was that man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Then the man was spanked repeatedly with a fly swatter as he screamed. <laughs> I had no idea all this happened. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought, like, the little snippets I've seen, I was uh, just like, ah, oh, it's just a short interruption. No, so here, here's a little bit so of this. So I can this. see why they got pretty upset. Yeah. About I'll get you a hot drink, man. Imagine being, like, 11 years old watching this. That's how the voice stays, huh? Pretty much. And, and, and you can go watch this on YouTube. Um, but how creepy is that? It is creepy. On public television. <laughs> so anyways, uh, that's kind of what it sounded like. And it looked even creepier. Yeah. So you got to go check that out. So 
Despite the NFCC investigation and decades of speculation, the culprits were never caught and have not been positively identified. They got away with it, scot-free. That's crazy. How crazy is that? Yeah. The broadcast intrusion was achieved by sending a more powerful microwave link transmission to the two stations' broadcast towers than the stations were sending themselves, (laughs) which was a difficult task in 1987, but was possible before American television stations switched from analog to digital signals in 2009. So all he had to do was microwave a stronger signal, (laughs) and he was the TV station. It's crazy how easy it could have been to, like... (laughs) I know! Override. On any of them. Yeah. Uh, so experts have said that the intrusion required extensive technical expertise and a significant amount of transmitting power, and that the pirate broadcast likely originated from somewhere in the line of sight of both stations' broadcast towers, which were atop tall buildings in downtown Chicago. But no one ever claimed responsibility for the stunt. In the years since, speculations about the identities of Max and his co-conspirators have centered around the theories that the prank was either an inside job by a disgruntled employee or former employee of WGN or is carried out by members of Chicago's underground hacker community. <laughs> nice. That's freaking awesome. Man. Like, <laughs> that is rad. Uh, however, despite an official law enforcement investigation in the aftermath <laughs> of the incident and unofficial investigations of the years that followed, the identities and motives of the hijackers remain a mystery. They said if they were caught, it would be a $100,000 fine and up to a year in prison. Might be worth that's it. That's why they didn't come forward. That's why they didn't come forward. Oh, that's what happened. But there is a five-year statute of limitations, so they could, at this point, come and say, hey, I did it. But yeah. no one has yet. That's so weird. Yeah. Especially. So somebody's out there who was this dude getting his ass spanked by a fly swatter and saying a bunch of weird stuff um, in Chicago. Developed LimeWire a couple years later. Yeah. Then Napster. Didn't need to. Yeah, didn't need to exactly. Admit. So anyways, that is the Max Headroom uh, incident. Yeah, that one's crazy. And that one, and it, and the fact that they don't know or yes. never figured it out is even more. It is disturbing. even better, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that one's cool. So uh, years before okay. this happened in the UK, so they got TV over there. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't so, know. The Southern Television Broadcast Interruption was a broadcast interruption through the Hannington Transmitter. The Hannington Transmitter. Of the Independent Broadcasting Authority (laughs) in the United Kingdom Mm. at 5.10 p.m. Mm. on the 26th of November, 1977. The broadcast message is generally considered to be a hoax, but the identity of the hijacker is unknown. Mm. I like this one because it goes along with some of the weird, like, alien stuff we've talked about. Yes. So... What happened is a speaker interrupted transmission for six minutes. That's mm-hmm. a long time. That is a long time. And claimed to be a representative of the Intergalactic Association. <laughs> Reports of the incident vary, some calling the speaker Vrillon, some Gillon, and then others Asteron. Well, how did I they love get it's the- like, hey, No, no, that's... Or, <laughs> the French were watching it, too. French, no, 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 this is Vrillon. It's just like, oh, no, that's Asteron. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, it's Gillon, boy. I've read the books. No, there's Vrillon. It's like who? What? None of them can figure out who it was. Did he? Did he not say his name? That's. I thought he did. That's why I was like, it's maybe weird. it's maybe it's, okay. It's so all broken up a little bit. I have heard it. It's really hard to understand what he's saying. It's Vrillon so, Gillon seems like a fair. Yeah, but Astron. Astron. I know. I heard Astron, boy. You think it's Vrillon or Gillon? Astron. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Oh, you talking about Astron? <laughs> I heard that too. I heard it. 
So the voice, which was disguised and accompanied by a deep buzzing, which yeah. is typical, you know, broke into the broadcast of the local ITV station, Southern Television, overriding the UHF audio signal of the early evening news being read by Andrew Gardner. Andrew Gardner. <laughs> At your service. From ITN to warn viewers that all your weapons of evil must be removed. Oh, man. You have but a short time to learn to live together in peace. So at least the aliens were yeah. good. The interruption ceased shortly after the statement had been delivered. Transmissions returning to normal shortly before the end of Looney Tunes cartoon. Oh, <laughs> oh good. We'll catch the moral of the story. Yeah. Later in the evening, Southern Television apologized for what it described as a breakthrough in sound for some viewers. <laughs> ITN also reported an incident in its own late evening Saturday bulletin. The broadcast took over the sound only, leaving the video signal unaltered, aside from some picture distortion. All right, so I do have some of this. We'll try we'll try and take this a one's just, little bit of a listen. Weird. It is super weird. So let's see if we can hear it here. This is the voice of that's creepy. That one's cool. That that's good stuff there. So the accent though, it's not really no. strong British accent. So it's like where? Well, he's an alien. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> so these they were never discovered either. Who who yeah. did this? Several theories have been put forth as to who uh, may be responsible. Some believe it was just board hackers, of course. Probably. Some think it was a group trying to push people to seek peace. Still, yeah. others think it was the Raelians, which we've talked about. Or we another, talked about them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or another UFO cult. And, of course, there are, are those who believe that the intrusion came from actual E.T. intelligence. That's my... I'm going with that I'm going one. with that, too. Yeah. I bet you Nibiru's passing close, and yep. they're like, listen to us. <laughs> are you all... Watching? It's Asteron. Viron. <laughs> That's so one. that one was weird, and um, it just sounds cool. It does sound and cool. And they never figured out who it was. Man, we should have used that like in our opener of the podcast <laughs> or something. Because that, that is cool. Yeah. That is if you're weird. listening, drill on or yeah. gill on. We'd like we to hire love you to do some voiceover. <laughs> yeah. If you could, <laughs> that would be, be great. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. So this one uh, was pretty good. Um, this one was... A zombie alert. We should have recorded one of our readers in like... We should have... <laughs> Battlebox brings you the greatest. <laughs> yeah, definitely should. So this is from an article the day after this event, and this was like early 2000s. I don't know why I don't know when this was now. I'm going to have to figure that out, but... I don't think this... Yeah, this wasn't very The long Steve ago. Wilco show. I think it was Montana. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so if you happen to be watching the Steve Wilco show in Great Falls, Montana yesterday, so this is obviously written the day after this, you may have had your viewing interrupted by a strange emergency alert warning of a statewide zombie apocalypse. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh! Like how that awesome. one's ex- yeah, that one's exciting. Every prepper in the area was just like, "It's a book club. This is it. It's our time." <laughs> and just people going nuts. I knew um, this day was coming. I knew it. Yeah, I told you, honey. I told you, <laughs> money well spent. Money well spent. Go get the shotgun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, the uh, best of all the apocalypse. I know. Yeah. Besides aliens. I Fortunately mean. for everyone, it was just a hoax. This actually wasn't really a zombie apocalypse. As the Associated Press reports, it appears that Great Falls affiliate KRTV was hacked by a prankster intern intent on spreading mistruths about walking corpses. The bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and are attacking the living, the station's emergency announcer said. Do not attempt to approach or apprehend these bodies as they are considered extremely dangerous. According to the Great Falls Tribune, at least four people called into local police asking. It's kind of like War of the Worlds. Really is. But this wasn't planned. Yeah. (laughs) Only four people called. Wait, is this real? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's real. I ain't calling. <laughs> I don't want to be the They would not trick us with this it's stuff. It's television. <laughs> they got to put the real stuff on there. This is before they thought fake news. They're yeah. like, all news is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's come from that TV. It's true. I don't know. That comes from the city somewhere. <laughs> they know what the hell going on in the city. Get your lobotomizer. <laughs> yep. It is time. It's time to do it. Put on that hat. We're going out. <laughs> Um, a KRTV later confirmed that its emergency alert system had been hacked, adding that it was currently investigating the situation to see whether any other affiliates were affected. So I have a little bit of this too, but as you can hear, it sounds just like it's an emergency alert. So it's it's actually pretty interesting to listen to. Let's see if we can hear it. I don't think I've listened to this one. Oh, and they did it through the emergency. Civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living. Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. Do not attempt to approach or apprehend these bodies as they are considered extremely dangerous. So that was that, that was perfect. It. I know. That's man. Would you not? I would be like, why don't we use that for somebody? I know it sounds almost just like the one we had in our old opener. Yeah, there's a it little piece does. of it. But uh, how crazy is that? That one. That one's exciting. That was a good one. <laughs> that would be awesome to be a part of. Like to have actually heard it and seen it. You know, I wouldn't even think twice about my. No, no. I'm sure it is happening because we're gonna sick it day. Is 2021, we're not going to work. That's funny. Anyways, that's a good one. That is a good one. So this one's a little more like propaganda, you know, anti-government stuff. So in the 1980s, Poland was under the grip of martial law as the communist government of General Worcester Sauce (laughs) Jeruluski. Worcester Jeruluski. Worcester Sauce. Attempted to repress the independent solidarity trade union. In Western Europe, our TV screens featured as much coverage of the events um, as could be gleaned through the Iron Curtain. But Polish state state TV remained oblivious and restricted itself to wholesome communist fare. Oh, sounds great. Yeah. In September 1985, TV viewers in the city of Torun, I think that's how you say it, sat down to watch an action-adventure film and were treated to an unexpected bonus. Uh, the scene had a brief overlay with the message, Solidarity Toron. Boycotting the election is our duty. And Solidarity Toron, enough price hikes, lies, and repression. Oh, man. Sadly for the perpetrators, they were caught by the authorities. 
and hung. No, they weren't. <laughs> after their, you would yeah, think that would happen. Probably after their second transmission, that's where they blew it. You only do it once. You got it's like jabbing. You yeah. got to jab and get out. Yeah, jab and get out. Okay, <laughs> you don't you don't hang around. That worked pretty good. Yeah, I think we got to a lot. Let's we'll do, do it again. It, let's do it again. So a few days later, they repeated the performance over an evening news bulletin, and they were jailed for four months. Oh, great! So um, the transmission had been made by a group of distant. Uh, Dissident radio astronomers. Radio astronomers? Yeah, I don't know. And scientists? We're listening to Saturn's rings and scientists Tuna, who had successfully developed... <laughs> ZHT. I'm pretty sure they were bored. Astronomy radio. <laughs> I know. I'm like, like, what? I don't know what I got. I want to look up and see what radio astronomers do. Um, developed a video transmitter that could synchronize itself with the official broadcast to produce an overlay that would be visible on every set within the limited transmission radius, which oh, is cool. Okay. This was a significant achievement using 1980s technology in a state in which the electronic components were hard to come by. I'll bet. Our description comes via uh, Masej Siglowski, I don't know. Mike Wazowski. That's what I thought when I saw that. <laughs> who was able to track down one of the people involved in the in building the transmitter and receive an uh, an in-depth description of it. All right. The Tell me about the transmitter. Yeah. Okay. We want to know about this transmitter. Esquire. Now they're Mandel. transmitting everything from it. <laughs> we want to confiscate it. We would like that. Everybody please. follow our... Yeah. The synchronization came courtesy of the international effort at the time on very long baseline interferometry okay yeah in which multiple radio telescopes across the world are combined to achieve the effect of a single much larger instrument before gps made an available and constant timing signal the different groups participating in the experiment had used the sync pulses of tv transmitters to stay in time establishing a network that spanned the political divide of the iron curtain weird crazy stuff but um yeah, the police file on the event shows some of their equipment, including the Sinclair ZX Spectrum from Radio Shack. Yeah. Home computer from the West. That Print was, shop. Yeah. <laughs> Rad <laughs> racer. That was a good one. I loved Rad the racer. The Tandy Sinclair ZX. Yeah. yeah. In the West, that was presumably used to generate the graphics. So that's um, pretty impressive. Did it in a time with like just chaos going on. Yeah. You know, with their government. But... um. That one's you, you'll have to look at it. It looks it looks like a, a movie. It kind of looks Does like it? yeah. It's just like it just pops up and shows the words of just boycotting the, the election. I was that, like, man, cool. that sounds like something nowadays. It kind of does, huh? But it's it's, it's cool. amazing we don't have more of that stuff. But I guess nobody watches TV anymore. That's yeah. So that's what's kind of crazy. But right? I thought that too. I'm like, man, you think they would have interrupted a ton more than they did? Did we talk about the Playboy one? Yeah, there's a, well, there's a couple of there's those. A couple I only of, talked about one of and there's them. There's a Disney Channel. That's one. That's the one I didn't talk about. Yeah, so there was a Disney Channel one. I think it was like it was like New um, Jersey or something. Yeah, where it happened. <laughs> yeah. So they were watching like Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> they that were, one's horrible. That like, was horrible. That's... So like Lilo and Stitch was playing, and right in the middle of it, bam, porn. It's like Fight Club. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was more than <laughs> yeah. just a flicker. Yeah, it was like a couple of minutes. Yeah. of porn. That one's bad. The other one's the opposite of like. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. How Lilo and yeah, I, mean, I was gonna come up with <laughs> Mom, there are questions. This must be a different Lilo and Stitch. Um, I saw stuff that I don't like. There was a man and a woman and a woman and a woman <laughs> together. 
What are you watching? <laughs> I don't know. Nowadays, I'd be like, you on YouTube? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Watching Netflix? But yeah, that one, that one happened. Yeah. So anyway. Well, I got to tell you though, Cam, l- like we said before we started, we live in a mad, mad world. It's in constant change. Like today, there's war over in Ukraine. Yeah. And um, some of those videos, they will haunt my dreams for quite some time. Yeah. Speaking of dreams, I got to tell you about this dream I had the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was the weirdest dream. Since we're on it, I'm just going to tell you. And my wife was laughing at me for like two days straight. I don't know where this dream came from. Okay. I had this dream that I was working for Baby Alive. You know, the the doll. (laughs) I was working for the company that made Baby Alive. Okay. And I had to come up with a a new baby to sell. In this, so I was in front of this board meeting. I couldn't come up with something, and so I came up with barely alive this baby that was like in an incubator. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it was the weirdest dream I've ever had. And I woke up like, "What the hell's wrong?" It's like a NICU baby. (laughs) Yeah, it was like jaundice, and like was in an incubator. And that was my. It probably would sell too. I know. I won't be doctor. But I I woke up in the morning. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) That's what I was dreaming. That's pretty detailed, dude. I know. So far off. I know. Like I was in this board meeting and we playing with babies the night before. (laughs) I say I was telling my wife, it's like I haven't thought about baby alive in like 15 years. Like why? Why was I (laughs) dreaming about it? That I was working for him. Somebody synchronized your brain waves, interrupted your dream. Sinclair ZX Spectrum home (laughs) computer in my brain. Your wife's all, (laughs) he's going to love this dream. Take that. Anyways, we live in a mad, mad world. (laughs) Um, There's war going on. It's constantly, it's uncertain, right? Very. um, And nothing prepares you for what's to come, like proper nutrition. I'm not kidding you. It is so important. Whether you're adventuring, exploring, passing down traditions, or simply being smart and keeping your priorities and plans in order. Water and food every time. Yeah, it's it's all the same. So that's why we like Nutrient Survival. It is top shelf, delicious, special ops grade nutrition designed to the nutritional standards of the U.S. military, but it's intended for people like us, just normal dudes. Made with real ingredients, made in America to keep Americans healthy, strong, and alert, and we need that more than ever right now. If no kidding. if you know what's going on in the world, just be eating this daily. Yeah, perfect for today and ready for anything ahead. From hearty, delicious entrees and nutrient dense snacks to immunity boosting drinks and strength building shakes. I got to try these immunity boosting drinks. I haven't tried I want those one yet. Of those. I want to check those out. Each with <laughs> I want one. Of those. <laughs> Give me one. Each with 40 essential nutrients available in handy singles, daily use pantry packs, durable cans, and three to 90 day survival kits, keeping your world safe and your body in peak condition. This is preparedness through nutrition, guys. Cam and I, we've said this before, we've been asked by like Tons. maybe 10 different uh, prepper food companies to partner with them. It just has never felt right until we found nutrient survival because this stuff is like really good food. It's not just garbage salt. It's like getting your vitamins through diet like yes. we all should. It's not empty calorie, bland food storage stuff. This is stuff you could eat every day and you would be healthy for doing it. <clears throat> so they're on the go packs. Those are our favorites because they're perfect for bug out bags, EDC. Yeah, I love those. Emergency kits. You just add water. It's ready in minutes and it tastes surprisingly good, you guys. It does. So head over to NutrientSurvival.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get that 10% off your order. You won't be disappointed because this stuff, Cam actually just did 
a taste test with a bunch of different milk. Uh, yeah, some right? milk powders because mm-hmm. I was just yeah, and I I did you know I knew what they were, did them. Mm-hmm. It tasted the best. It tasted the most like a store bought milk. Yeah, and then I had my son test them. Like he didn't know mm-hmm. which one. He just tried the different cups and he picked it. He picked the over, nutrients over yeah the other three. So. And I think the shelf life is longer than the other ones too. It is right. Yeah, so. it doesn't have a lot of fat, so you don't have to deal with like yeah. it. You know, getting all rancid. So absolutely, and so. it's in those packs, and that packs five. Uh, yeah. It made 40 ounces of milk. Yeah. So it's you just make a pitcher, perfect. stick it in the... Yeah, it's awesome. Good stuff. Go check them out, Nutrient Survival. Okay, the next one on our list... This Another is, good one. This is the Art Bell Radio Interruption um, of Area 51. This one I found, but I was a little worried yeah. to play it just because it's directly it's from... emergency and... Yeah, it's directly from um, the Art Bell Radio thing, so yeah. I couldn't... You can go listen to this. You, you should. It's really, really weird. It is creepy. Because he's Interesting. Like, like it's almost like a forced cry, but at the same time, it, it isn't. It's so weird. It was pretty believable. It was to be I, honest. That's with what you. I thought too. But it was like at first, I'm like, is he kind of faking it? But then yeah. you're like, this is the stuff he was talking about. Yeah, super crazy. So talk show host Art Bell. A lot of you guys probably know who Art Bell is. Um, he does. Uh, what's the show? Uh, Coast to Coast AM. He or he did it or I don't know. This was Art Bell's show. He was hosting his radio show in '97 when he received a call from someone who claimed to have worked for Area 51. The caller is nervous, paranoid, and seemingly on the run as he (laughs) claims he doesn't have much time before the government finds him and shuts him down. And, like, he literally sounds yeah, like, like he is frantic. scared. He's, like, oh, Super frantic. He can't get a word out with like st- without stuttering. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm nervous to be on the radio. It's, like, oh, crap. No, it's, like, it almost sounds like he's bugging out while he was yes. talking to the radio. Yeah, exactly. So the oddest thing about this is that as he starts revealing secret information, Art's whole radio station is taken off the air in the middle of it. That's wow. that's that's why this thing I think has become so famous is because this it's guy like that was information like nope none. <clears throat> yes this guy was super like he was saying all the stuff about Area Fifty One bam that radio goes down <laughs> it just goes down they can't explain why it did that but many theorists claim that it was the government who took Listening over the broadcast uh, to stop the man from revealing too much so, so <clears throat> what are the odds you know what I mean like I know. It's or or Art creepy. Bell was like, watch this. He's just flip the off button. This is gonna get. I'm gonna get a lot. Yeah. Of who knows? But I'm going with the government because that's a way better story. I do too. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. So things got even weirder a few months later, with a person claiming to be the same man called in and admitted it was all a hoax. But the general public who had listened to him talk dispute the fact that it was the same man at all, but rather just another way for the government to cover up the leak in information. Yeah. So they think that was just someone from the government calling back in saying, nah, 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 I was just, it was a hoax. Yeah. I was just joking. <laughs> no biggie. God. So like I said, go listen to this one on the internet. Pretty interesting. But I- This I'm is a, a great one, I'm yeah. I'm a little worried about copyright infringement, so I'm not going to play it. But that Art Bell Radio Interruption Area 51, you put that into YouTube and you're going to find it. And it's it's a few minutes long. It's like maybe 10 minutes it's long. I can't long. remember. So- But but it's super Oh, it's good. You got to you gotta go check it out. That's a yeah. Good one. yeah. You, you'll have- Really good dreams like Kobe did yeah, after exactly. you listen to that one. Exactly. <laughs> That's Baby the, Alive. Baby Alive is barely alive. <laughs> was that what it was called? Barely <laughs> Alive. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid, man. I could see the commercial I, I of know. it, though. I could totally see it. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I, I really liked this one. Okay. This one cracks me up. Um, so, so 
if you if you've ever watched on YouTube, this is how I it's easiest to picture. Have you ever seen like those four K videos of like landscapes of like yeah. you know Scotland or something? It's like a, almost like a screensaver, like a screensaver thing. video. Yeah. Type so thing. yes. So the Czech Republic had been doing this. Um, so one Sunday morning, the previously routine program of a show called Panorama gained worldwide attention. Mm. The show Panorama is designed to attract tourists to the area with scenic shots of Prague and other popular parts of, uh, of the area on the morning. So it's just this little scan of the, you know, it's a landscape. It looks really pretty on the morning of June 17th. Did you watch this one? I saw a piece of it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, on the morning of June 17th, 2007, however, those watching the panorama watched in horror as the camera picked up a lot more than just the green rolling hills in the video. Um, you should watch it. Uh, there's a routine image of the panoramic landscape when suddenly like this bright light just kind of overtakes the whole camera. Yeah, and like then you it, can't see anything for a it minute. It's just like, yeah, it's like white out. Yeah. And then when it finally refocuses, there's like a mushroom cloud. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it, it seemingly picked up a nuclear strike. Um, and, and and then like what's cool is like the video kind of gets all staticky, almost like the, the wave from yeah. the nuclear yeah. hits the camera and then it like fuzzes out. Um, so there on live Sunday morning broadcast, Panorama just captured footage of an atomic bomb. The hijacking was so seamless and realistic that it took the government officials several minutes to confirm that Prague had not been bombed. Wait, wait, wait. Did this really happen? Wait, 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 wait. This is Somebody so funny. People are uncle. like, man, we should go to... Holy shit. <laughs> I heard it's nice there. I yeah. don't know. Well, it was nice. Yeah. Atomic bomb. I mean, looking at it now, it's it doesn't it doesn't look the look greatest, great. yeah. but like it's so in two thousand seven though it would have yeah you probably been, looked pretty you, good. You don't see a lot of videos on atomic no. bombs, so you're like, what the? Yeah. Um, we would later learn it was a twisted performance piece by the group called Zitoven. Zitoven. But um, yeah, so it just looks like mm. if you ever played Daisy, yeah, it does like look like that. Huh? Scanning and all of a sudden, boom! By the city, there's like this big mushroom cloud. Yes, and the way they they did the special effects on the camera, it it would have been believable back in 2007. They're playing Daisy over there in Ukraine right now. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, I can't. I, I keep trying to get that out of my head. That video of the jet strike creeps me out. Yeah, we just put a a clip up on. Our TikTok as well as our Instagram, these just this, like right next to a this, this lady, this mother like, and her <laughs> her baby were just looking out the window, and this jet just comes flying in towards their their house or their apartment building or something, and just yeah, a peaceful territorial oh my gosh takeover. Horrible. Here's one that is probably the creepiest of them all. Uh, did you watch this one, Cameron? The Wyoming incident? Yes. Um, uh, I don't think I holy did. Holy camoly, this thing is creepy. No, I did. Yeah. This one was... Holy the, crap, dude. It's like horse... To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wyoming incident, or the Wyoming hijacking, is a lesser-known case of television broadcast hijacking slash hacking. A hacker managed to interrupt broadcast from a local programming channel... This was the most disturbing of the ones I yeah, watched. ...believed to serve several smaller communities in the county of... Neobrara, is that in Wyoming? I've never heard of that county. And aired it's no longer there. <laughs> and aired their video. The video contained numerous clips of disembodied human heads <laughs> showing various emotions and poses. Well, it's they're sounds, like digital. Yeah, heads. they're digital. That's what I thought too. And I was like, like, "Whoa, I got to see this." Horrible, but of it course, was, it was digital. Gross. Yeah, the camera 
position changed often, usually every 10 to 15 seconds, and the video was often interrupted by a special presentation announcement. Uh, the video is mostly locally well-known and would probably not even be that popular if it were not for the effects it had on a few residents who watched it for an extended period of time. Like, what creepers are watching this for that long? Because after a minute, I, mean, I don't want to wait. This is way better than Judge Judy. Uh I need to round up some cows, but this is good. <laughs> My sheep are all over the place, but this <laughs> is Ronnie, come in here for a minute. <laughs> Bring me some iced tea. This is going to be wild. Sugar. More sugar. Sugar, sugar and water. <laughs> yeah. Um, water. So the complaints. Skin falling. What did she say? Your skin's hanging falling. off your bones. <laughs> um, complaints included vomiting hallucinations, headaches, etc. <laughs> from watching this. While some believed it was paranormal, specialists have determined that the cause of these afflictions were frequencies played regularly throughout the broadcast. In the clip, the frequency being played is somewhere between 17 and 19 hertz. This range of frequency, when played for long periods of time, <laughs> causes the eyes to subtly vibrate. <laughs> Sometimes include inducing visual hallucinations. So they obviously knew what they were doing with yes. that, which is terrifying. Oh my gosh. Won't kill a bunch of people right now. The words, you will see such pretty things, comes up on the screen for a while. Then some creepy ass music. <laughs> then the words, why do you hate? And then you are ill. We just want to fix you. <laughs> then there's some weird shots this of This sounds like something that would pop up in Russia. Like it does, yes. Broadcast. Then there's some weird shots of the heads, like they said, and then it's like three, 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 three. We present a special presentation. What hides in your mind? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of this. Um, it's gonna creep you out. Be careful, okay? Don't listen Today, for too long. Today, making him the first to visit in preparation for the 2008 general. You have election. seizures, probably. Skip this. So now you can see the weird presentation. You will see such pretty things. That's what it says. <laughs> Is it showing the heads right now? No, it just says you will yeah. see such pretty things. <laughs> Where's Matlock? What's happening? <laughs> now it's showing heads. Now it's showing like a guy's eye and a head. It's all kind of like black and white with weird. And then it goes back to a special presentation. And then the numbers three 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 all over the screen. I'm playing this on a loop on I know. Halloween. I know. Don't listen for too long though, because your yeah. eyes will start to vibrate. All the kids are like candy spilled all over the driveway. <laughs> bad idea. It's a super bad idea. But that's what it sounds like, and it was might be the creepiest thing. Why do you hate it? Says. God, that's so weird. Only in Wyoming. I, only in Wyoming. <laughs> I mean, that is the, that one to me is probably the creepiest. Yeah, I think so. Um, so think if you want to go creepiest. watch that, you can find that on YouTube as well. Just um, search the Wyoming incident, and you will be creeped out for the rest of your life probably. <laughs> yeah. So have fun with that. Yeah. Hmm. But take caution. Some people have had seizures <laughs> yeah. during this. So. <laughs> um, this one this one's weird. I, like, I tried to look yeah. into more details on it to figure it out, and it's just, I mean, it's kind of covered up, so it's weird. This is called the Mayday Interruption Australia. During the airing of the documentary on air travel disasters, 
The audio from a previous news broadcast somehow replaced the original show audio. The disturbing thing was no one knows how it happened. The audio itself was from a story about an attack on a Halliburton convoy. Mm -hmm. The only audio was a looping track of a truck driver called Preston Wheeler um, reacting to an ambush on the convoy he was driving. For five disturbing minutes, all the people watching the documentary could hear was, Jesus Christ, help us, Lord, which is... It yeah. just kept replaying that, over replaying over. it over and over. The Halliburton attack story stated that three people died in the attack and two <clears> people <throat> were injured. So it just over, like the audio come up over the top of what they were presenting. Yeah, the is, video was still going. So it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. The weirdest part of the story is the fact that everyone affiliated affiliated with this this particular story, uh, with that particular story of the Halliburton thing, denied the fact that there was ever a mix-up. The spokesperson for the channel stated to the press that it was a technical glitch due to an audio problem. The line actually is from the documentary. I was channel surfing. Uh, a viewer said, I was channel surfing and heard this weird sound being repeated and it caught my attention. It was very odd and a bit creepy. There was a visual montage, but when the soundtrack began and I listened closely, it was looping and repeating, you know, the Jesus mm. Christ, like that they were scared. Um, at the first, I thought it was part of the show, but in the 10 to 15 seconds, he heard that over and over 20 times. I thought it was some kind of subliminal message or that someone may, <laughs> must have hacked in. Yeah. I tried ringing the station for several minutes, but they never picked up and I never, uh, and I've never seen anything like this before and I'll probably never see anything like it again. No one looked into it. No what? one bothered to try and figure it out. No one spread the word because why would they? It was like it was covered up. Like they didn't want any yeah. of that information to be released. It's just random. Though. It doesn't. Like, why? It is, yeah. It, there's like no rhyme or reason. And like I tried to look a little more into like the Halliburton attack. And it's yeah. just, there's no information. So I don't know what that was all about. That's but it a, was weird that it over, weird. like came over the top of what they were presenting. It's like somebody wanted it out there. and Yeah. And it's just like. But it didn't no reason, have any. No rhyme. It's just, yeah. And it just randomly kept going over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. crazy and creepy and repetitive and more. Yeah. Um, so this one was, isn't quite as cool, but it is one. Hezbollah television yeah. <laughs> network interruption. I know. It's like, well, it unlike, a lo- unlike a lot of the interrupted broadcasts that we've talked about, this one was for serious political reasons. During the 2006 Israel Lebanon war, Israel hijacked the satellite transmission for Hezbollah's Al Manar TV to broadcast anti Hezbollah propaganda. One of the boldest things they did was show a picture of Hezbollah's leader, Hassan Nasrallah, with crosshairs over his face. Then three gunshots were heard and a voice said, your day is coming. (laughs) So that was, I mean, that's kind of crazy that that happened, but it's not quite as interesting as some of these other ones. It seems more like something we would see nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Before we get moving, though, I want to tell you about Off the Grid Surplus. Cam, they have their Trailblazer 5.1 pants. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw those. They improved the fit of the pants, and they improved the fabric. All right. So both things have been... Uh, What's the brown ones we got? I, I think they're the 5.0s. I love them. I wear I them. I do, too. Like, I work, I work out in them. Yeah. No, when I'm, I've been working around the house, I've mm-hmm. been wearing them, because nothing better than putting, like, having a place for your knife, specifically. Like, all <laughs> pants need these. Well, that's the thing. They The, the 5.1s still have the nine-pocket design, yeah, which that. we love. And it also has that extra fabric where your knife clips on. Because that's the problem with a lot of my pants now. They're all frayed on the pocket where I yeah. put my my knife. And putting your hand in there is just a little tight yep. with some of those knives. Mm-hmm. So you got to go try the Trailblazer 5.1 pants. Go get them. Go to their site, offthegridsurplus.com, and use our code CASUALPREPPERS15, and you're going to get an extra 15% off with our code. Do it. You guys. 
15 percent off freaking awesome it's a deal so go try it it's a dealio mm-hmm. this one um <laughs> this is just funny because it's like church member decided to take some stuff into his own hands so this is the religion broadcast interruption. The hijack occurred during a softcore pornography hmm. channel, uh, well, on the Playboy channel. Oh, yeah. On the screen, here was a message, uh, there was a message message that came over top of the porn. Yeah. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord thy God, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy and repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, if you, you know, sitting down and watch a little softcore porn and all of a sudden scripture pops up. Can you imagine being like a 14-year-old boy watching that? Yeah. You know, you're like, ooh! Yeah. So maybe his uh, message yeah. was perfect for some. Um, Thomas Haney, an employee of the Christian Broadcasting Network, was oh. convicted of satellite piracy in well, connection with the incident. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, this I was trying to... breaking the law. <laughs> yeah. Haney, uh. who pleaded his innocence, was the first person convicted under a new federal law that made satellite hacking a felony. Following the Captain Midnight, which was another that hacking. That was a good one. This one's funny. I just didn't have as much to talk about about mm. it. But basically, Captain Midnight was uh, an employee with, what I think it wasn't HBO. It was with the satellite company, right? Yeah, I think so. And he was frustrated with the pricing of HBO. Because it was twelve ninety five a yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. So he put over, like, he interrupted the HBO prod, uh, broadcast and put, Good evening, HBO, from Captain Midnight. Twelve ninety five a month? Question mark. No way! Exclamation. <laughs> Showtime movie channel. Beware. Mm. And that's all he did, and yeah, um, yeah they uh, find him, and I think he was like, I don't know if he stayed working with them, but it sounded like he didn't lose his job. <laughs> I think he got like a five thousand dollar fine or something. Yeah, just for like Captain Midnight's a great name. Though. I know. He, I like he, he said he didn't want to be offensive, mm. and he didn't want to like be alarming, but he <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. But he even did it. So, anyways, um. It was made a felony at that point. That's yeah. why this one was a bigger deal. According to the investigators, uh, it was the religious content of the transmission and the type of equipment used that drew them to the Christian uh, ch- broadcasting network. The jamming signal left behind subtle technical clues that were captured on VHS like recordings <laughs> made at the Playboy channels. <laughs> uplink at the time of the event. Like finding fingerprints in the video. That's right. Yeah. yeah. After investigators were confident that they had identified the brand of the transmitter and the character generated gener- the character generator from the video, they mm. concluded that CBN was the culprit. Well, I know who it is. Dang church broadcast. Haney of the Virginia of Virginia Beach, Virginia, was on duty at his job as an uplink engineer at the time of the jamming. Ah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that one was kind of funny because it it's one. like you want to enjoy this? Boom, you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that's good stuff. He I probably like watched the whole rest. of the He day. probably did. <laughs> I hacked into it. I got to make sure I put it in the right. Spot. At least I want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Make sure it's in yeah, the right that's spot. Not a good. I'll go watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure. I like to watch my handiwork. That's all it is. I like to watch her. I want to do it better. <laughs> Gonna do it better next time. <laughs> yeah. So that one was just kind of funny, but um, yeah. he got man, he got hammered with that one. Yeah, someone got hammered. Um, so <laughs> he watched it and it happened to <laughs> yeah. him. The last one I've got is called the Kaluga incident, and this one there is no record. I mean, there's no recording of this. But this one could have been very bad. 
Very, very, very bad. In the 1960s, the USSR was no stranger to broadcast signal intrusion. However, unlike most incidents on this list, this particular broadcast interruption from 1966... What was the thing that used to come over, the little guy, to, like, peacefully keep him, you know, he's like... Oh, yeah. The little psychotic, like, psychiatrist guy. That's right. We talked so, about yeah, that. So, yeah, they were we? doing that all the time. This one could have started a nuclear war. <laughs> The recordings of the incident are long gone. What could have happened as a result of the intrusion will haunt you forever. It's reported that in 1966, an unidentified young male hacked into Kaluga's broadcasting system to make a frantic announcement that a nuclear war had broken out with the United States. I mean, that is... That's just irresponsible, if yeah. you ask me. Um, this broadcast <laughs> was made during an infamous period of tension between Where are you the going? United going States. to Barron Strait. I'm going to America. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fight the war. This is obviously during the Cold War, so this was not a good time to be just like making jokes yeah. about nuclear war and stuff. Doomsday clock was what, like one second to midnight yeah, or something? Yeah, it was, it was broken. Um, yeah, obviously, just a few years earlier, we had the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, so... Most people believe the Cuban Missile Crisis was the closest we had ever come to the end of civilization. However, the Kaluga incident could have done the very same if cooler heads would not have prevailed. Because a lot of people figured, okay, this is it. It's all going down. Yeah. <laughs> because of a damn teenager and his little joke. Yeah. So that, that was the Kaluga it's like the incident. Shot heard across the world. Yeah, but there is no recording of it anywhere because... Oh, there isn't. The Russians, they're just not very stable society over there. <laughs> they can't keep anything straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just get on YouTube to watch it again, and they're like, is this real? It's happening right now. I don't know. <laughs> this is crazy. I know I search for it, but I think it's happening. Yeah. So that those are some strange broadcast hijacks brought to you by casual preppers. <laughs> yeah. Right? They're, man, some of those are just... They're fun. They're nuts. I like that kind of stuff. I yeah. think it's fun. Um, but before we go, I would like to talk about some cool stuff we got here. How about Going Gear? Let's do it. Let's um, do it. We have their premium EDC club, which is radical. The first item in their Going Gear premium EDC club box is the Spyderco Spy Opera. $183 value. This is a sweet little blade. I'll tell you that right now. Spyderco. 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 Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. I always like their design. It's pretty obvious. It's a spider. Yeah. Cool. Nah. Yeah, that's cool. And Got then they have cool the Kaiser little. Knives Beglider 2. This Looks is like a, made out of alligator. Yeah. That spider cool one. Um, this the is Kaiser. The, I always like the Kaiser knives. I do too. Going Gear exclusive at $84 value. This is a cool little knife as well. Not quite as nice as I the like spider the, I like the black yeah. blade. Yeah. Very cool. Really and then it has dark the, metal. The Pro Knot 23 Ow, Outdoor Knot Kit. $8 value. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. That's not cool. Nice. Yeah, so that That's is cool. the, the Going Gear uh, EDC Club Premium. Very awesome. And then they have cool little EDC. Or, Noose isn't the first. Well, that's good. That's Yeah, that is good. So anyways, there you go. Yeah, there and is. Going Gear has, like, you don't have to have a subscription box. Yeah. Like, they have a bunch have a of, lot of stuff, stuff you can just buy individually, mm -hmm. which I, sure. I really like their site. So go check it out. Yeah, you should check You'll it out. You'll love it. Then we have the latest Tack Pack. Um... Oh, what do they got? Talk on talk. They have the JE Machine Armorer's Deluxe Wrench. This is a heavy duty multi function all in one combo wrench for the AR platform. Look at that. That'll do stuff for you if you need stuff you could done. You fight zombies with that. You definitely too. could. That thing is a beast. Then we have the Adaptive Tactical Skeleton Grip. 
This is a lightweight grip. Um, it's super duper light. It's in the box there. It's grippy nope, somewhere. It's in that box. Oh, is that what this is? Yes. It looks like a light. It's not. Ow, I thought I was looking for a wrap. So this is... It's an actual... It's like, like a foreskin grip. Not a foreskin grip, but it's an actual <laughs> It just grip. goes over your regular... You, you, that you, one's you cool. switch out your regular for that one. Then we have the Sentry Tough Cloth. This is great for... Stuff you never would know exists for know. guns. Tack Pack finds it. Sentry Tough Cloth. That thing is cool. And then we have the Range Cap. Always good to get a new cap from the boys at Tack Pack. Tack pack cap. All gray. Yep. Good one. Then we have the Cleanse Oil Essentials Kit. This is great for um, maintenance and cleaning of your firearm. And then look at the Jurassic Pack sticker. Do you see that sticker in there? It looks like Jurassic Park. That thing is cool. Oh, that one is way cool. It is radical. So anyways, that's Tack Pack. Use our code Casual Preppers. You're going to get a free thing of easy sea gear along with your Tack Pack. That ain't a bad deal. That's not a bad deal not at all. Not a bad deal at all. So anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Make sure you're following us on all the social media platforms. Make sure to stay tuned for the shirt order that's coming in next week. Holy shirt. Only 35 of you are going to be able to get this thing. It's it's like limited edition. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I'm hoping we're going to do some more of this in the future. But this yeah. is the one we're doing this next month. And it like Cam and I are both wearing it right now. It's sexy. It's comfortable. It says stay survived. It says stay survived. And we all know we like to say that as much as possible. So it's cool. Watch watch the socials. That's going to come up. Um, Anything else, Cam, you want to say before we go? (sighs) I interrupt this broadcast. Nope, nothing. All right. Stay survived.